Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. myself 
So we really do need to get the message out there. I really want to get the numbers back up there where we used to have 3,000 people come on the sh- uh, come listen to the show, and I really do want to do that. This is a live show. You're welcome to call in. Usually people don't call because they want to listen to what I have to say, and they follow back with contacting me and thinking about what I have to say. Also, the show is on iTunes as well, too. You just go to iTunes, just type in nothing but the truth. You should see the pyramid that I have posted on there. I changed the icon to the pyramid. Mr. 910 is not with us today. He's on vacation. He'll get back up with us um, more likely next weekend. Also, in details, I want you to know that the chat room is open. We have the chat room open. You're welcome to come by there. If you want to just post your comments on there, you're welcome to do so. Uh, some other things I want to put out to the audience that's listening is that there's nothing but the truth. A lot of people thought it was a joke or whatever, but again, you will have laughs here, but on the stuff right here that we're talking about, this whole election thing, I really don't want you to be thinking, oh, he's just joking, but I really am sincere when it comes to dealing with what's facing us for tomorrow. It calls some people say, I'm not going to go vote because it's pointless. No. You know, that's that's your thing. That's that's what most people out here have been fighting for, for the right to vote. Don't let no one make a decision. Don't, I, my whole thing is this. I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. And all to that, reflecting what we're talking about with politics and voting, things like that. Don't let someone make the decision for you without giving them a fight. We need to be more aware of what's going on. And a lot of people try to point things to the president. It doesn't even work that level. You know, the laws that affect us most are on the city level. Being in the city, you know, things like that. City, county, state, federal. You know, things like that. I learned that when I was in school about politics right now. I mean, people think it, it's just dropped in because most of the stuff that's affected for us is going to be evolving with these people that we put in office. If you fail to understand that and you sit there and say, well, I'm going to blame it on the highest kind of thing, it doesn't work, though. It's just like a chain of command. It works its way up. It works from up, from bottom to up, basically, bottom to top. If you look at things like this, you understand the concept of politics and you're involved. I'm not sitting there saying you got to go out there and protest and have a flag or have a, a shirt representing the party of whoever you affiliated with. But you actually not just listen to what people have on the tech ads, but actually do the research and look at the hidden truth, do your own fact finding, you'll find out the real thing. One thing I don't agree with with this whole election thing is that these polls, I mean, I was listening to Howard Stern. I know some of y'all are Howard Stern. Yes, I was listening to Howard Stern, and he made it. He brought up a good point. If you don't know by now who you're voting for, something's really wrong with you. Some people say, well, they're all the same. The politicians are all the same. When they get in office, they might come off as the same way, but as far as what one wants to do and what the other one doesn't want to do, there's a clear difference. I'm going to tell you that right now. Mitt and Obama are totally two different people. If you didn't see that in the second debate, 
or the first debate. Something's really wrong with you. And the thing is that they keep the media is playing as if, okay, back and forth, back and forth at the time because they're getting ratings and people are watching this. They want to see what's going to happen. A lot of stuff, a lot of people are trying to bring in racism into the field of politics, which is not needed. We can have a clean election. But all this hatred, all this racism, stuff like that, that ain't going to make the cut right then. We got we got that's an old game right there. You know, white people, y'all, y'all got tricked by that. Poor white people, you've been tricked by the higher, the higher ups, the 1%. They use that. They use that on you. I'm sorry. I mean, when it comes to it, you look back, you used to be in Dirksen, the servant. Then you have slaves. And that basically was in the same category. That means poor white people and black people. And there were a little revolts right around the time of forming this country. And they seen that. And they was like, hey, we can't let them uh, tear us apart like that. we got to have some type of division. So they came up with this uh, a class, a class system, if you want to call it that. And it's the middle class. The middle class don't come into the 20th century. That you'll be poor, but you're not going to be poor as these blacks over here. And say, well, well, we'll let you have control over them, watch over them, blah, blah, blah. You know, as long as you keep them tra- check and let us know, you know, you're one of us, you know. And actuality, they didn't consider you one of them. They still don't, the 1%. You know, the 1%, if you think back to the Civil War, not everyone in the South owned slaves. It was less than 10% of the people in the South that owned slaves, but it was a big fight. The big fight actually wasn't about slavery because Abraham Lincoln, I'm going to be honest with you, he really didn't want to uh, end slavery. The only thing came up with it was the new states that were forming out West, what were they going to be? Were they going to be free states or were they going to be slave states? Because eventually if you have free states, they're going to vote one way to end it but if you have slaves, they said we're going to hold out as long as possible. And it came down to money, too, if you're messing with those money. Because that's how the South was making so much bank over the North, free labor. So the whole thing with that, it was like, you know what? We're going to keep making money. And they said, no, you're not. Like, yes, we will say, well, you're not going to do it. You know what? We'll succeed and the rest is history. And that's how we had a division in this country. It seems like we are having a division in this country right now when it comes to jobs and and dealing with uh, with the programs that the president want to put in. You know, Obamacare. You know, you got people being tricked by the media, by the masses, because they don't go out. And, and you need to do yourself a service. And this is not just talking about white people. This is talking about people in all general. You need to do yourself a service and do your own research before you take the notes of what the journalists are saying, because some of the journalists don't know what's going on either. They go on Wikipedia. And it's kind of a trip, man. I'm, I'm telling you, it's a real trip. You don't want to be in a situation like that where someone's spoon-feeding you information and you can't check. You need to have reference. You should question anything that comes to you from the news, from, you know, media, things like that. And don't use Wikipedia as a reference. I know someone told me about a case study that they were doing, and they gave me the references, and one of the references was Wikipedia. Anyone can put anything in Wikipedia. I mean, we need to have facts here. Another thing that you need to think about, too, 
when you go to election, I ain't going to sit there and say vote straight Democrat. I ain't going to say vote straight Republican. You need to understand where these people's viewpoints are from what they say to you on TV and look at what they're actually doing and look at what their history is. If you go to, I think it's the congress.org, you can look at any senator, any representative on how they voted the whole time while they were there. So if you got someone flip-flopping, saying they're going to do this and do that, but then their history says this is what they've actually been doing, then it makes you think, is this, for example, during the second debate, the first question that was asked was by a young student asking uh, Governor Mitt Romney, hey, you know what? Uh, what's the situation with the Pell Grants? What are you going to do as far as making sure we have Pell Grants that help us get through college? He said they're not going to cut it. They're going to make sure Pell Grants are running, good to go. But the thing was, in actuality, Ryan came up with a plan to, to slaughter the Pell Grant. It's actually in his uh, Ryan budget plan. So how is that going to be that if you say, I'm going to grant this, you know, make sure everyone's got good with their Pell Grant, but then on the other hand, you said we're going to follow with this Ryan budget. You can't have both. So you need to look that up. You need to have your research and be able to understand to make a valid case because you got some people that 3% they're trying to say now, I just saw on Huffington Post that, hey, you know, this is undecided. It's a tie. It's a tie, man. We don't know who's going to win. We don't know who's going to win. My whole thing with those polls is, like I say, I think they just bait them. They would put anything on Caesar. My thing is, I've never been polled before. I'm 29 years old. I've never been polled before. My father has never been polled before, and he's 70-some years old. My mother has never been polled before, or my sister, or anyone in my family. So where do you get these polls from? You get what I'm saying? Like, who are the people who actually are doing these? Because they never tell you what who they look for, the demographics or anything like that. If you really want to take some real statistical data, let's do it. But don't throw up numbers. That's what it seems like. Because if you go on Huffington Post, they got a poll. If you go to CNN.com, they got a poll. If you go to MSNBC, they have a poll. You go to Fox, they have a poll. You go on Channel News 3 or, or Channel 10, wherever your local news station, everyone has a different poll, so which poll is right? That's one thing you got to understand right there. So let me get into the thing, because I, I know I'm, I'm running in my mouth right here about the whole election. I want to go more in depth to what the subject is here tonight. You know, tomorrow will be the last debate before voters head to the polls and make the decision on who is the best qualified to lead this country into the next four years. We will go over the last two debates and what to expect for the last debate, which will probably be the most watched debate in presidential campaign history in the United States. You do not want to miss out on the show. And I hope that you are listening. I see a few people are coming in here listening, talking to me or whatnot on my uh, Facebook here. My question to you folks is this, and you're welcome to call. The number is 646-716-7911. How did you feel about the debate? From what I watched from the first debate, the first debate was lopsided. Mitt Romney came off shooting all cannons. The president was off on his off game. Some people thought that he did that on purpose, like a, a rubber-dope move, as the rubber-dope move comes from people don't know it's a term used 
uh, back when Ali was fighting uh, George Foreman. I think it was the the fight in Zaire. And they were saying that, you know, it's going to be favorite Foreman to defeat Muhammad Ali. And Ali allowed, him to, allowed himself to take those punches. And he was throwing heavy punches, heavy, heavy punches that uh, George Foreman was laying into Ali's body. But it made him tired, you know. After that time he got tired, that's when he uh, actually took it out on Foreman, actually won the fight right there. They're trying to say that's what the president did. I don't think he did. He came out and said he wasn't his best night. But last Wednesday, I believe, when the debate, second debate came out, it was it was there. It was a fight. They say first time seemed the president to be angry. I mean, people seem like People seem like that the president can't get angry. He's human being. You know, some people afraid that, hey, oh, you know, angry black man, that's just crazy, you know, things like that. It's not about race when someone gets angry. It's just in human nature. But if you're passionate about what you believe, you're going to be angry when people are trying to contradict you and try to say that you ain't did enough. For Mitt Romney, he was mad too. Because anything that he would say, the president would counter it from what he was saying to what he actually had as truth. For instance, about the whole situation in Benghazi, where the uh, U.S. Uh, diplomat and a few of the people that work at the embassy got killed. And it was a, a contradiction on what actually happened and what the actual was posted. And, you know, the president corrected that from Mitt Romney and made him look like he was, you know, a fool. He didn't like that. After that debate, his son came out and said he wanted to swing out on the president, you know, because, you know, that debate made him all hot and stuff. But, I mean, things like that. People are losing their minds doing this whole election thing, and it shouldn't be that case. It should be a logical thing. I know people stop talking crazy, but when you're looking at it, when you're trying to understand what's at stake, it's obvious. Whether you want something or you don't want something. Some people are complaining, saying, well, if the president gets in, the military, you might as well kiss that goodbye because he's cutting back on the military. But if you give me it Romney, Chances are you're going to war. And we just got out of war. Because of the contract. He's saying he wants to raise money. He wants to raise money for uh, military. He wants to have 15 ships out a year. 15 ships build up every year. But yet, you know, he's not going to raise taxes. That's the thing. He's not going to raise taxes on no one, not even the wealthy. So how can you manage to do that and cut the deficit? you got to think about this, guys. This ain't this ain't no trickery. Well, it's not it's not that hard. It's not complex. If you listen to what a person says and realize what the facts, if you're not gonna raise taxes, that's one thing. If you're not gonna raise taxes, but you're gonna build all this stuff, that money's gotta come from somewhere. So how's that possible? Say I want to cut programs. That's one thing that he did say he wants to cut programs. He didn't list all the programs. One thing he mentioned really was Bigford Sesame Street PBS. PBS is less than a percent. That's not enough to make the budget significantly reduce, you know, as far as spending. So what are you going to cut? Are you going to cut welfare programs? Are you going to cut programs?
almost like they're for people who actually do need it. Now, one thing with the welfare system is not, is let's be straight, it's not the perfect system, but you can't sit there and just cut people just like that. There should be some type of checks and balances where a person who actually got on it is trying to get off it where you got some people who just staying on it because they don't want to work. That's, that don't matter what color you are. I'm telling you that right now. You're going to have people in general lazy that don't matter if, what color you are, period. There should be checks and balances on that. Now, one thing that some people disagree with with abortion, you know, my whole thing, and you can take me, challenge me if you want to, my whole thing with abortion is that I don't think the states should really, states or the, or the federal government should be involved with that. That should be left alone. That should be left with the woman who, who's who got to deal with that situation. Because, again, if she does it, that's between her, that man, and God. That's how I look at it. Same thing with gay marriage. You know, people flipping out like that. You know you got gay people in your church. Don't lie, folks. You got gay people at church. You got gay people at work. If you're going to be like that, you should be like that with them every day at work. You know they're gay. You should stay how you feel. Let's be real. Because I can respect the person who can tell me straight up that they don't like me compared to someone with smiling in my face and turn around and talk stuff behind my back. I look at it like this. And I saw some gay couples at one of the debate parties here last week. I don't care what y'all do. You know, I don't care. Long, long as you do that thing in your own clip right there, as long as you don't bring that over to me. That's how I feel. That's between you and God if y'all want to make that decision right there. But this whole thing where people are fighting over, that's not affecting my pockets. That's not affecting my pockets. Abortion is not affecting my pockets. If we really want to talk about it, let's talk about getting this money. What's really affecting our pockets? I could still have some of these uh, contractors, the yard workers out here saying, well, if they cut back on military, then they ain't going to have no need for us. There's still going to be a need for them. Let's not say it's not going to be a need. It's going to be a need for those people that's out there doing that. But my whole policy is, my whole thought and whole foresight of that is that the work will be cut back some, but not the workers. The whole thing that is, that you weigh it, right? So that's the one thing If you say, well, I don't want to be, be for the president because if he cuts back from military, that's going to take my money. I can, I can respect that. But my whole thing is that if you did pick Ronnie, if you did pick them, you're going to look at it like this, okay, I get my military, but then how am I able to pay for this, this health care, things like that? Because he already said he's trying to get rid of Obamacare. He's trying to get rid of affordable health care. Y'all think about that. Damn you do, damn you don't. That's the whole thing you got to look at right here. Neither one of them are perfect. Neither one of them are perfect. But you have to make that tough decision. Who's going to really benefit this country? Because we got to, in our mind frame, we can't just say, I ain't going to say, well, we got to think about others. Some of us say, hell with others. But you got to say, if you got family, you got kids, you need to think about what's going to be best for your child. This next debate, they're going to talk about foreign policy, and national defense, you be the judge. So I bet he's going to, I promise you this, I bet Nick is going to be talking about trying to go back on stuff that he spoke about in the last debate because he tried to do that the last debate, you know, bringing up stuff from the first debate to the last debate, you know. 
You're going to bring it up. It's going to be crazy. My thing for you folks, for the American people, for the people of the United States, for all those voters out there, you take your time and you understand what happens, what happens if you mess up on your vote, if you mess up on your decision, what would you do? How would it be? What would be the possibilities? My whole thing is that if you really want to make a decision, a form of decision, I'm not telling you how to vote, but I'm telling you the best way to make your decision on what you want to have is to look out for the facts yourself. I think I got a call here from 919. 919, you're on the air. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. It's me, LaVon. Hey, that's good. You say, who is this? It's me, LaVon. Oh, okay, okay. What do you got to say for today about the topic about Romney and Obama? Well, um, I've been listening. I've been listening. I'm enjoying the show. Uh, I've been following the debates myself, and it's Seeing the last one, man, it was sort of a circus because they had they were they were just going at it, man. They were they were on fire, you know. They were interrupting each other and everything. I mean, uh, I was I was amazed that the moderator even made it through the night as much as was going on. But I totally agree with what you're saying because a lot of people out here they're so focused on being partisan. I'm an independent um, personally that they're not really paying attention to the different policies that either politician is advocating. And there was a lot of things that Romney was saying that was so incorrect and, in some cases, borderline racist. I have to be honest because when he started going on about the Chinese and everything, about them hacking into your computers, I was like, dude, are you serious? And then, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, just some of the stuff he was saying just really showed how out of touch he was with the general populace, especially when – they were talking about women. He's like, oh, yeah, I've got binders full of women. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, that's nice, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, that whole situation right there, that's why I tell people, like, you, you hear what he say, you hear what those commercials are, you got to put put it together. you got to lay it on top and be like, okay, what is this guy really saying, you know, because his words might say one thing, but his actions speak another. And a lot of folks don't understand that. I mean, that goes both with President Barack Obama, too. I mean, everyone needs to look on both sides. They got to get away from looking at their tech ads and really look at how people really work the system. So. Yeah, I totally agree there. And um, as I was listening to the debates, me and a couple of friends, we were joking about it. It's like they should automatically have some kind of online um, or live fact-checking system going on just to see how many how many uh, mistakes they've made or whether or not they're truly accurate when they're citing a lot of different statistics and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, too, because a lot of people, well, it's right there. Something like that happened where they say, okay, you know, Katie, I think her name is Katie, she was uh, pulling up stuff about the whole Benghazi, Benghazi uh, situation that took place, and she said, actually, I did a fact check, blah, 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 with this. I wish there was a way that we could actually pull that up where they can show the display of who's been telling a lie, who's fitting, you know, because, they they might say they're telling the story, and story to me is still a lie. But the yeah. whole situation, if you're lying, eh, you know, something should pop up like you're lying. This guy's lying right here because <laughs> American people deserve the truth. I mean, we don't have time yeah. to be listening to lies and people get tricked. Because you got 
like I said, you got people that are saying they're slipping back and forth, they're slipping back and forth. I understand the pen slipping back and forth. The thing is, people really need to have the truth laid down to them because we don't have time for no lies. We don't have time for no games. If we make the wrong decision, if we make the wrong decision, it's going to really affect us not just four years, but a longer time than that. And another yeah. thing that we need to take in mind, we need to pay more uh, more attention to the stuff that happens on a local level because if we don't pay attention to what's happening on a local level and we're just looking at the top level, mm-hmm. it's going to be a up like we got going on. Like That's what happened when the president got in. Everyone said everything's okay. We got a man. Cool to go. You know, once, once the midterm election came out, well, what's that? We, hey, president ain't involved in it. We good. Yeah, the president involved in that too. Everyone, I don't know what happened. I knew what happened. People didn't focus on the midterm. Yeah. So, I, I, I think the whole thing is educating the masses on the political system. For some people who are out of touch, let them know. Understand? I mean, I don't know if the politicians need to do that or if it needs to start with the teachers. I mean, people need to get involved as far as understanding what's around them because if you don't understand what's around you, you're at the risk of being misinformed and uh, directed to something else that really doesn't go into your interest. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree there. Um, especially, I'm especially concerned about the healthcare issue because. I'm an epileptic. I take medicine. I'm currently uninsured right now, not really able to get a job because of my condition. And it's like the medicines I take alone, one of them, just for a month, costs over $1,000. So I'm on a patient assistance program for that. And, you know, I'm really concerned. It's like, you know, this is my health right here. I could have a seizure if I don't take my medicine, right? All kinds of different things that I have to deal with. So I pay a lot of attention to that. I like to do a lot of research. People don't really understand the kind of long-term implications not voting for the right person who really represents your policy can do to you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, Mr. LeBon, it, it was great talking to you. We're about to go ahead and wrap this show up. Uh, just hit me back up here, and we're going to chat some more here. All right. All right, then, man. All right. Okay, okay, folks. Uh, this is concluding to the end of the show. I mean, the show used to be hour long. It's cut back to 30 minutes right here. I'm going to start trying to get more shows going. I'm going to have to start recording more before I go back out and be gone for about six months again. I want to see if I can do some type of programming where I can actually program my shows ahead of time or send them to my people. That way they can get the shows and they'll be ready to go. I thank you for tuning in. I thank everyone for listening to the show. And that lets me know that people listening. If you didn't know that Mr. LeBond used to be on the show uh, a couple of years back, and, you know, he used to be the executive producer on the show as well, too. He still comes in time and time, and he, he still drops knowledge like he does drop knowledge on you. If you weren't paying attention, he drops knowledge. You need to pay attention. You need to take notes on that. But for the show, been going on for so long, you know, he's a good person, Mr. 910. Uh, I had a first lady on here, and I had a few other people on the show, but Mr. LeVon was like one of the founders of the show right here. So I thank him for coming on to the show. I thank everyone for tuning in and listening. For the ones that missed out on the show, don't worry. Tell your friends. They can go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash NB underscore truth. You can tune in to the show 
anytime you want to, 24 hours a day. You can listen to shows, not only this one, but shows that I did all the way back in 2007. So that's the neat thing about Blog Talk Radio. Also, you can go to iTunes and tune in. If you want to email me, you can email me by going to mb underscore truth at yahoo.com. You can go by there. You can send me a note or whatnot. We're going to work on a web page here shortly. Probably going to be after I get back from my little hiatus of six months. It's going to be starting in January and ending in late July. So I really want you to get in tune, though, with what's going on even after the election. You can't be resting. You can't be sleeping because... Look, these people are not God. God doesn't even work that way, in my honest opinion. If you want something, you pray for it, but you got to show that you want it. you got to work your ass to get it. So if you treat these politicians as if they're God, they're not God. You have to go get your stuff because it's not going to fall in your lap. It's not gonna, you can pray all you want to. You can cry all you want to. It doesn't work that way. So you need to be focused. You don't need to be going off opinions or Rush Bob or what you see on CNN, or even my opinion right there. I'm going to be honest with you. You need to really go look it up. Go look at the websites and look at what the facts are going with, surrounding the news of what people are saying. Because if you look at it closely, Mitt Romney would say one thing in one room if it was a group of people in there and say a different thing in another room. As you notice with the 47% comment, that's a fact. That is a fact. You saw it in the debate and you saw it in that clip right there. So you need to think about that. I thank you again. But for everyone else out there listening, you know, stay tuned, stay locked on, and stay to the truth. Nothing but the truth.
Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.